Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the WTF podcast. My name is Terry Fletcher for Steel City Underground. So week five, wow, that's all I can say. And I want to open with, I have to apologize for being a little short today, but the Chargers had a bye, so there was no Brandon Staley WTF moments this week. Okay, so enough said, let's get into it. So what's going on around the league? Well, first, you know, I'm not a college football watcher, but when something happens that's just so blatantly boneheaded WTF, yet you have to mention it. College, Miami versus Georgia Tech. All they had to do was take a knee and run the clock out. It was 23-20 with 24 seconds left, and they ran it and fumbled it and gave up 75 yards in two plays, and Georgia Tech scored to win the game. Boneheaded call ever. Take a knee, okay? Just take a knee. Just say, you know what? We're done. We've won the game. Nope. Oh, man. Talk about getting greedy. All right, let's go. Jets at Denver. Remember the Sean Payton comment on the worst coach ever with Nathaniel Hackett when he was the coach in Denver and he's now the new offensive coordinator at the Jets? Well, I agreed with him. When I saw what happened in Denver last year, I'm like, this has to be the coach. He's letting Russell Wilson do whatever he wants. They talked about Russell Wilson having his own office and being away from players and just kind of dictating, you know, walking around like a rooster and in the locker room and just basically he was it and nobody else mattered, especially after they paid him a gazillion dollars. Well, both were one in three teams. And guess who fumbled to lose the game for them? Yep, Russell Wilson. And who won? Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett. He got the game-winning ball from his coach and the players. And a nice little Twitter, well, I should say X, formerly Twitter, comment from Aaron Rodgers with just saying, that's my coach, and a little heart emoji. So, you know what? Karma's terrible. I, I'm sure they're, you know, feeling pretty good about themselves over there in New York. But just know, don't be too cocky about it because you know what can happen. But that was definitely a WTF. Oh, wow. I don't know what happened to Russell Wilson. He was such a dynamic player at one time, but I don't know. He's he's really not. I don't know. So let's move over to the Patriots. You know, I hate to like relish anybody's bad fortune unless it's Bill Belichick because he's just not my favorite. Everyone calls him the best coach ever. I think he had one of the arguably best quarterbacks ever in Tom Brady because with Mac Jones, he throws another pick six. He gets benched again for Bailey Zappa and hands, you know, Bill Belichick another blowout loss. The Patriots have been outscored 72 to 3 in their past two games. WTF, ouch. When you look at the Steelers games and you get frustrated, just go look at Patriots games and think, you know what? Our team's pretty good. We're doing fine. We're but now we're going to be three and two, or we are three and two. So um, definitely grass is, is not always greener, just so you know. So I was pretty excited in the Bengals-Arizona game when Arizona stopped the Bengals at the six-inch line, only to have, unfortunately, Josh Dobbs throw a pick and pick six and seal the win for Cincinnati. But they're struggling, so I guess they're good for them. But I never want to see an AFC North team uh, get a a win. It just doesn't help the Steelers, but we're top of the we're in top of the division right now, so I'll move on from that. Thursday night football, rewinding a little bit. Yeah, Chicago wide receiver DJ Moore scored 61 points. 
Yeah, sucked for fantasy opposers, but anybody who had him in his fantasy lineup, and most people had him on the bench, 61 points. Needless to say, between him and Ntien, who's a running back, um, I definitely lost my fantasy this week, but oh my gosh. And the person that I lost against was, of course, what was it? One in four, one in three. It was terrible. Then Kansas City and Minnesota. You know, I'm getting tired of, you know, we always talk about sometimes the refs that just really don't give Steelers a break. Well, they always give Kansas City a break. I mean, cornerback um, Snead took off his helmet on the field in front of the official in the end zone. The play wasn't even over. And instead of a flag, 15 yards, instead of flagging for roughing the passer against um, Kirk Cousins right in the face, and all of this, they just told him to put back on his helmet. It would have changed the game. And it's just ridiculous. Unfortunately, there was another fumble by Minnesota for the seventh one in five games. Um, Kelsey, on the other hand, it looks like he hurt his toe, got some kind of turf toe, went in to get, or his ankle, went in to get ankle x-rays, got it wrapped, came back out, and then scored a touchdown. So I hear he's back at practice this week. But the WTF in Kansas City is not okay. And they're playing on Thursday night, uh, week uh, six. And so let's see how much, and I hate to call it cheating, but let's see how much money the refs have on the game. I just think that you have to be careful, um, you know, refs out there, because yes, they're the Super Bowl winning champs from last year, but come on, call penalties where they are. Now let's talk about Dallas. Dallas at San Francisco. Brock Purdy. Oh, man. Continues to shine. Four touchdowns. Gave Kittle. He had three catches and three touchdowns. Okay, that's funny. Hat trick on his birthday. And of course, Dak Prescott with three interceptions. Sad but true. I just don't think he's who they think they are. Or maybe he is who they know he is. So uh, we'll have to see how that plays out. But if America wants to claim Dallas as their team, have at it. I personally think it's Steelers because you can't go anywhere without terrible towels, but we'll see. And let's get to the Steelers game. So how many of you, be honest, raise your hand. How many of you actually thought we were going to win that game? Yeah, me either. I was just like, after the week before, I thought there's no chance. We are probably not going to be prepared. Um, it's going to be a rough game if we can't contain Lamar Jackson. It, they're getting Their team was getting healthy too, so they had cornerbacks coming back. But I thought, you know, if Kenny just could, could go off script just a couple of times, if our defense can stay healthy throughout the game and keep us in it, we have an outside chance. But the outside chance to me was maybe 10%. I know I lost a little faith. We were behind 10-3 to 3 the entire game. Then second half, things started cooking. And I've watched this game three times now. I watched it live, then watched it back a couple of times. And we had fumble and an interception from Lamar Jackson in the fourth quarter. And we had three, he did have three wide receiver drops. And I'm going to comment on that. You know, if I was his wide receivers, even though he was absolutely correct that they dropped balls right through their hands, he called them out in public. Remember when Ben on occasion would call out Deontay Johnson because he always dropped balls? I mean, that's his, his MO. You know, I'm not, I'm not sold on that kid. And Ben would get barbecued in the media. But what does Lamar get? Well, he had a right to say that. Yes, it was a really poor game for wide receivers. But then you fumbled and threw an interception to lose the game for them. I mean, they were right down there after Oshevsky, who should be released. I can't believe he's not already. Keeps making really bad decisions. Calvin Austin was in concussion protocol, so that's why he was back there fielding punts and kickoffs. But he, he just he can't do that. Um, but anyway, Lamar in, in, in public? 
Tell, yell at them in the locker room, not in public. What, dude, what are you doing? Watt and Highsmith, I mean, what a amazing tandem we have. We hope we never lose them. Pressures and forced fumbles. Joey Porter Jr., the interception in the end zone. He has just earned himself some more play time. Handed the ball off to the coach. I was wondering what that was about. But I found out that the coach said, you want more play time? Hand me a pick. And he did. So, but again, we seriously need Gunnar Oshevsky. Just, he needs to be gone. The, the fumble on the punt return, we knew it was going to happen. Remember Ray Ray McLeod, who's now with the 49ers? We always held our breath when he'd signal a catch or didn't signal a fair catch and then was running with it. We're like, please don't drop. Please don't drop. It's just a given, given now with, with Gunnar. So I'm sorry. I'm sure you're a very nice person, but you're a terrible punt returner. And only by luck did the Ravens not go up two scores there. Three field goals. We had a safety block punt. Um, yeah, definitely shout out to Miles Killebrew and a touchdown. Kenny calling a game-winning audible and for a touchdown pass to Pickens was just classic. And for those of us who are 70s and 80s childs, I loved Kenny or I loved um, George Pickens' nesty plunge. This is how I remember if it is spring forward or, or fall back. When it comes to the time change, when I was a kid, they had, they had a commercial on TV from Nesty Iced Tea, and it was somebody taking a glass of iced tea and falling back into a pool with a, with the Nesty plunge and a splash. That's what he did. I know some of you are going to go, wow, Terry's old. Sorry. But that's what he did. It was just it was just kind of a nostalgic moment for me, and we were screaming. Talk about a great, ugly, amazing game, and that was our definite WTF. And in case you didn't remember, WTF is what the football. My last one I'm going to leave you with is London football. So do I actually get up and watch it? I'm in California, remember, so it starts at 6.30 in the morning here. I do. I do. I don't set an alarm or anything, but the sun comes in my room pretty early. And so I'm like, okay, I've got the coffee set. Let's get up. Let's watch. And usually I've got somebody in, in those games in my fantasy. And it's quiet in my house. Everybody else sleeps. So I get up. And the one thing I thought about this game, it was Bill's Jags is, you know, the Bills are going to be jet-lagged. They're coming over. They they try to make everything normal throughout the week, and they don't leave until Thursday. Well, the Jaguars played the week before in London, remember? And so now they've been there for 10 days. They've already been there a long time, and they've kind of have the advantage. And so, I don't know. I think I would have a, a, a problem with that, and I think the owners should get together and figure that out because – it's kind of an unfair advantage. Actually, it is an unfair advantage. Jet lag is a killer, especially for players. If you're trying to come off getting acclimated to not only where you are, but the time, the food, everything, when another team already has figured it out and been there a week. And I know I said my, my final one was that, but here's my final WTF. And these are for people that post things online. And I'm one, I love my, my ex, formerly Twitter, but people post things and you just go, are you kidding me? So there was in a game this, this week, the Monday night football game, Raiders, Packers, Raiders won 17, 13. And there was somebody that posted that the horse color tacker tackle, which is illegal. Uh, the guy that pulled him down on the Raiders side, he pulled him down and saved a touchdown. And he said, the, we, the owners and the you know competition committee need to get together. And when anybody makes an illegal uh, tackle like that, they should just automatically be handed a touchdown. Really? Okay, come on. Sometimes penalties are necessary. Yes, it, it, it is illegal, but he got flagged for it. He'll probably get fined for it. But he saved a touchdown and held them to three points. I, I'm sorry, but sometimes... 
it's necessary. You've seen cornerbacks back there take the PI. They're like, you know what? I'll take it because I'm saving a touchdown. And it, it that would be like saying, it, once you're in the end zone, if you get a pass interference, hand them a touchdown. No, you you can't do that. There's reasons for you know sometimes penalties are necessary. It yes, there's a danger to it. Yes, I know some of you are going to send me cards and letters, but. To hand somebody a touchdown just because you you didn't like what they did, even though there was a 15-yard penalty and he will get a fine for that, that's how they take care of those things. You can't hand people points. Well, I guess unless you're the, the Chiefs and, and the refs are, are betting on your team. But anyway, enough said. That's our wrap-up for Week 5 uh, WTF podcast. I'll be around for Week 6. Even though the Steelers have a bye, I'm all about football. So everyone, make it a great rest of your week, a great day, and thank you for listening to the WTF Steel City Underground podcast. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com.